Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. We are live. This is Clydesdale Media Podcast. I am Kat Shear. I'm here with Scott Schweitzer, the Clydesdale, and our special guest, Scott Tetlow. Scott, hey. how are you? I'm fantastic. How are y'all? I'm really, we're good. Great. Last time we talked to you um, was after the games. Um, we did like a post show and you kind of came on and gave us a little info on the workouts and things. But I wanted to check up on you first. You, well, your wife, Samantha, just had a baby. Yes, we did. Bradley. Two, two months old today. Two months old. So how has that been going for you? <laughs> uh, minimum sleep. And well, I wouldn't say minimal. My wife and I have a pretty good schedule, but with uh, she, she was off for like the first month. So it's kind of easier because she kind of did everything. But now that she's back working, that is kind of put a little bit more, uh, more on me a little bit to try to share the load since mm -hmm. we're both working. And so, but we, my wife and I got a pretty good schedule going on and we're sticking to it. So it's going, it's going as smooth as it can go. The, ske the schedule is important. How does this compare to um, when Bradley was a baby? When, uh, uh, don't you mean, have another son, or is that I do? Son? I have a seven-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's I, it's been so long that it's and that was our first child. It's it's good though because Easton he's seven now, so he he kind of helps out. He goes, Dad, can I like hold him? Can I do this? Can I feed him? I'm like by all means, dude, you can feed him whatever, just watch his head and we'll be, I'll be, of course, my wife and I will be right next to him while he do it. But, you know, even if he does take like, feeds him for like five minutes, that's five less minutes that I have to do it. Or, you know, he's very, he's very helpful. Like, Hey, go get me a diaper, go get this. And so he's, he's, he's being a, a real trooper right now and helping us out a lot. So that's, that's the big difference before just with Easton, it was just my wife and I. So, nice. um, so now we have somewhat of kind of an extra helping hand to get the little stuff. So last time I saw you in person was at Syndicate Crown and you were hauling ass after the competition because you had a sick kid. So <laughs> how does having kids affect your training schedule, your competition schedule, all of that? Uh, see, I think the biggest word there is schedule. I don't have one. Uh, it's kind <laughs> of everything, everything relates around the kids, my wife's job and my job. So I get in when I can and that's pretty much that's pretty much the gist of it. Like the other day, like I, my son, he got, he got a phone call from school the other day. And, uh, of course I'm off work or I get, I got off work around like two o'clock that day. And my wife's like, Hey, can you go get them? Cause I'll be on this. And so I was like, okay, well I was going to go to the gym. She was like, well, I'm stuck here. So, okay, cool. So I went, I came home and I had to like shift my entire training plan for the night, do something. Mm -hmm. Cause I was kind of, I was going to be, I had to figure out something to do at my house. So the, I don't really have a schedule. I kind of just, whenever I have time available, that's when I, that's when I've trained for everything. Mm. I wanted to uh, just going back to the kids. Cause I'm curious. Um, Bradley David is a pretty traditional name. Yes. Easton Layton, not so traditional. Okay. Are there stories behind the names of those boys and how, um, how you came to those? So Easton 
we, my we, wife and please I Please tell me it's a baseball reference. Oh yeah. 100% because that's, that's okay, all good. I played. That's all I, I played football and baseball growing up and my passion was baseball. So yep. like, I always thought Easton was like a cool name and my wife and I were, my wife and I were, you know, talking about names whenever we, whenever we were, she was pregnant and I kind of just threw out the name. I was like, man, I really like the name Easton. And she was like, okay, I can, let's do it. What do you think the middle name would be? I was like, why not my middle name? Cause my middle name's Layton. Okay. And Easton Leighton Tetlow, and that's how it came to be. And yeah, it's a baseball. Record. So now, whenever he plays, his, now whenever he plays baseball, he goes, "I'm so good, I got a baseball bat named after me." You right. Know? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so that, and then Bradley David is we. I don't know how I don't know how we came up on came upon Dave uh, Bradley, but David is my my wife's father's name. So okay. we wanted we had my like so I'm a junior so my dad. My dad's middle name is Layton, so we wanted to incorporate her dad's middle name into this name. So that's kind of how the David came came into play. But Bradley was just a name that my wife and I agree, agreed on that we both liked. Here, I'm I guessing it was she it was my middle one. name. Yeah. <laughs> is it what? Is that your middle name, Scott? What? Yeah, I thought it was because oh, I, it was my middle name. I thought You're you were Scott asking Bradley. Me. <laughs> I'm I'm Scott David. I know. Oh, Scott David. Okay. I'm all confused. Names, that's cool. I just, I just wondered. Nice. I mean, I guess Easton's better than like Rawlings or Mariano. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the what's the uh, Louisville Slugger? There's another <laughs> one that's uh, Japanese Mizuno. Oh, Mizuno. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not a great name for a kid either. Yeah. I like it. Well, I hope he turns into a baseball stud. That would be cool because that is I a cool name. Too. Easton Tatlow has a good ring to it. Is he? Uh, does he? Is he playing baseball at all? T-ball. Yeah, he played. He played uh, this last season. Now we're getting ready. Now he's getting ready for basketball. Okay. So he 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 can, he can play basketball for a couple years until everyone starts to grow taller than yeah. him. <laughs> basketball is basketball is a great sport for them yep. to just like learn coordination and and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, do you have him catching or no? Catching, as in yeah. like in the catcher's position in baseball. Yeah. No, I told him that he he was in t-ball last year, and mm-hmm. I said, hey, no, I don't like. I know you want to catch because that's what he wanted to do. I was like, hey, right now, like, I want you to wait until kids pitch to start catching. Like, yeah. I'll go out there and work with you because when I T-ball, like, you're not really doing anything behind the plate because you can't really, you know, run run the field. So mm-hmm. I told him to wait wait till, wait till kids pitch, and then we'll start th- – maybe start throwing you in during coach's pitch or something like that And there just so you can get some experience back there. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to catch because he wants to of be course. in – he wants to be in every single play. And I said, hey, that's 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 the spot for you then. Yeah, make sure you get them some of those knee pads, right? The knee savers? The knee savers? No, I don't believe in those. I know. I never... well, please, all right, so we talked. Last time we talked, I have to remind you, you were saying that you regret that decision because oh, yeah. oh, of your I knees, okay, yeah. right? I know oh, you don't believe in them, save, but maybe you should believe in them. Knees. Yeah, but I don't know. He's young. He'll recover. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> awesome. And your wife is a law enforcement officer, correct? Yes, she is. Are you still in the Navy? I am. How did you guys meet? Plenty of fish. Plenty it's of an on, it's an online it's an online dating app. What's I it like called? Me- yeah, I messaged her like eight times before she finally like went out with me. Wait, so. wait, wait. <laughs> Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there an angle to that one? Is it like? A Christian dating site? No, or a... no, it's just like it was before the tender and all that stuff. So we were always okay. online. And I, I just met my wife online. I love it. So what right, was your I first moved, date like? 
we uh we went and got some uh, froyo, some ice cream, and then after and then after that we pretty much hung out every single every single day. Okay, and is she still tattooing? She does that kind of just for fun on the side. She actually started drawing up a piece for me that I, I was going to say. Do you have anything new? Yeah, no, nothing new because uh, she's she's been she's been so busy and tired. So she wants to she wants to practice. She's been out of it for a little bit. So she's mm-hmm. got some. Uh, she actually got some skin to to practice on or whatever. Like I don't I don't know what it is. I, she calls it skin. So so she's gonna she's practicing <laughs> on that to make sure that the line works good. She's drawing me up something right now to to uh, to put on my other chest, and hopefully mm-hmm. I'll be getting that sometime within the next six months. Awesome. Okay. Um, Scott, do you have any other personal questions for Scott before we move on? Because I just wanted to get all that out of the way. I'm like enamored with this skin thing and she's in law enforcement. Like does she go into the evidence locker and it's just readily available or what the it's it's like the skin. It's just like thick paper. I feel like I don't know. Maybe maybe I need to have her explain it to me for next time. But it's it's moleskin kind of so where okay. it's, it's thicker to where she can you you can do the lines and it, it comes it comes in like packs of a pack of skin it's like a it's like a six by four inch piece of paper to practice small line work got it is it the same stuff maybe that doctors practice on like when they're doing sutures and stuff maybe i have no idea maybe we'll have to ask our doctor friends about that interesting I'm, okay because i'm i'm trying to get another piece myself and so I'm just fascinated by all this. <laughs> what you try to get? Uh, something here for my dad. Okay, nice. And awesome. maybe finish out the sleeve. I am. Um, we just had a new guy come to our affiliate, and he's a tattoo artist. Ooh. And you know how I want to get a Medusa really badly, Scott. My other, this Scott knows this. Um, and he just like put up on his Instagram this really cool Medusa that he did, and I was like, oh, I've been wanting to get a Medusa. And he's like, oh, I'll do it for you. I was like, well. I gotta get to know you a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm actually, start. I'm actually, I got a. This was Athena. I got Athena on my chest here, and I'm kind of like, man, this is one of the tattoos that I kind of regret. So that's oh, really? that's something that my wife is actually doing, is that um, she's actually gonna turn, turn her it? hair into uh, into snakes, and so she's gonna turn her into Medusa. So in a way. Cool. So I don't know how she's gonna do it. I'm gonna leave it up to. I'm gonna leave the artist to work. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I'm sure she's gonna crush it. But um, that's but awesome. Show it to y'all. Yeah. So I um I I I don't want snakes tattooed on my body, but I do want a Medusa tattoo. So I'm really torn, and I'm thinking I want someone to do something really creative with like vines and flowers instead of the snakes. Yeah. Um, and I have like a person's face in mind, like not somebody I even know, but like a face that I've seen that I've just like fallen in love with. That I'm like, I want that face and flowers and vines for the Medusa. So I'm working on finding the right person for that. So. Maybe soon. I don't know. It might be my guy that I had in fundamentals just yesterday. We'll see. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So uh, you're a CrossFit athlete. <laughs> Let's just remind everybody to get back to <laughs> the point of the podcast here. Um, we talked to you before Syndicate. Uh, just to remind everybody too, uh, remember we talked about the fact that you were like 17th in the Open the year you qualified for the Open and then you were 17th at the Games in 2020. Yeah. And I made that like, oh, 17, your number. Well, now 11 is your number, my friend. Why did you say were, that? Because you were 11th at Granite Games in 2021. And then you were 11th at Syndicate Crown in 2022. Yes. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah. let's talk about it. And you had, interestingly enough, I want to sort of compare the two events for you. So you, you were 11th in both. 
at the Granite Games, you had like a really strong start and then sort of not the greatest finish. Yes. Um, to end in that place. Now at Syndicate, you had like a mediocre slow start and a really nice strong finish with an event win, I think maybe second to last. Yeah. Uh yeah, event win and then uh then I blew up on the last one where I well, you still got top 10. You, top you're 10. still top 10 the last half of the workout, the uh, last right, half yeah. of the event. Um, can you sort of compare and contrast your your experiences at both of those or at least speak to Syndicate in a way that sort of puts it in that sort of context? Um, I could. So I just remember off of Granite Games that I was, I, I was, you know, kind of not really, I don't know. I was, I was, I was in the moment at Granite Games and okay. I know that, and the last day was going to be okay. This is going to be your your workouts where you're going to have to hopefully you ride out that momentum, and you do well on these because these are were the wall balls, and then you had the double overhead lunge and the rope climbs, and then the row, and just knowing that those two pieces weren't going to be my strongest pieces, um, you know, I kind of the the competition. Uh, uh, there's always workouts that how I look at it is like, hey, there's going to be. At six six events, there's probably going to be two workouts that aren't going to be in your wheelhouse. There's going to be two events that are going to be in your wheelhouse, and then there's going to be two events to where like, okay, let's let's play this out right, and let's um, and you can do well at these. Or if you don't play it out well, well, then you're going to probably you're going to you know have a little bit of damage done. Mm -hmm. So, um, so definitely the last two day two events of the Granite Games were my two events that I weren't going to do the best at. But I could do good if, as long as I planned it right. And I think what happened is I, you know, about a qual in a qualifying spot going into day three, I kind of went back into an old mindset that was like, hey, you know, if I wanna if I wanna qualify, I gotta win the workouts. And that wasn't really like kind of like the right mindset. So this mm -hmm. next year, I kind of focused on that and worked worked on pacing, seeing like, okay, this is not I'm not gonna be able to go unbroken. I'm just accepting the fact. And I think Syndicate Crown, I kind of took that in there, knowing that I definitely on the complex, I hit I hit 20 pounds heavier than what I hit in training. So I yeah. was like stoked about that. Um, and then everything, and then the rope climb piece, it was like, that was just, you know, it is what it is. Just go out there and just don't fail a rep because I'm five foot three and it's more i don't jump as high as people and it's just rope climb legless rope climbs for 10 of them that's the workout not my thing so there were some events leading up to it but date day three was what i was most excited about because it was the traditional crossfit pieces that we that we see you know is the the thrusters the calorie rail and then you have snatches the sandbag stuff i do a lot of sandbag work i enjoy doing sandbag work so i was like super pumped about it so i knew and I, and I knew going into day three that like, hey, I'm going to have to sell out if I want to even have a chance to go to the last chance qualifier. So I was okay with with going out there and failing, just mm -hmm. giving it everything I have, knowing that I'm giving myself that opera, that chance to qualify. So, uh, you know, talking to my coach and he was like, you need an event win and you need a top three finish. So I was like, okay. So I went out, I gave, I just went balls to the wall on that row and that thruster workout and just, I, I just sent it. Cause this is, this is, this was my win. This, if you don't give me a hundred thrusters, that that's going to be me all day. Yeah. Um, so that was my, that was my chance to pick up the event win and then hopefully ride that momentum into the, 
into the final event to try to get a top three spot to maybe get the finish seventh or eighth place. But uh, fell short, and that's it's just a you know mental thing. You got to accept it and then move on from. But I compares just the workouts were. Either way, compared, they, it didn't. It didn't end up. Either one didn't end up in the way I wanted it to. So yeah, it's just interesting to look at them both and to see that how differently the weekends went for you and how you said your mindset was different, but you sort of landed in the same place relative to you know the rest of the field. You know, maybe even coincidentally, right? Um, yeah. Is Nick still your coach? Yes, he is. You're still working with Nick. So yeah. what was it like, kind of leaving that weekend? And your son was born how soon after? So that, yeah, uh, June, so like two months, two, two months. Yeah. Cause he was born four weeks early. So on my, on my way back, um, I had a, I had a long call. We had, we had that three hour car, car ride back to my, my parents' house to go pick up my son. And I kind of, you know, my wife and I were talking, of course, you know, I was, I was like super upset about not qualifying. And, uh, you know, I turned my, I had a long conversation with my wife and I just said, I was like, you know, I kind of be, uh, I feel like I'd be unfulfilled if I didn't give it another go. I didn't give it another go, and of course, her and I were kind of talking about it with the new kid on the way, and mm-hmm. both of us working. It'd be definitely a lot harder. So she was like, "I want to support you," um, and so I was like, "Okay, um, we'll we'll just see how things go. Nothing, nothing set in stone." And and yeah, so we, so I she supports me. I'm gonna try to give it one more go to qualify, and, uh, and then we'll see what next year plays out. Yeah, that's that's interesting that you can make that decision right then and there too afterwards. Like it's it's almost like okay, now the next part of the season has started, right? Like now I'm training yeah. again, like we're starting over and and getting back to basics and doing that. Um so I have a quick question for you Nick or Nick Scott <laughs> because the last 2 years it is obvious you have home runs. You have that home run potential that on a given day you can win any workout. What have you done over these last two years to close the gap between strengths and weaknesses? And do you feel you've made progress in that area? Yes. Uh, yeah, I do. I think I have. Um, you know, I, I do about, you know, 500 wall balls a week. Um, just get, and I, yeah, 500 wall balls a week, constantly doing row intervals to get, to get better. Like we were talking about that thruster workout in the row, even though it ended with a thousand meter row, like I'm still pulling a pretty good pace and you no, know, I, I looked in control and feeling good. And I, and I literally told him, I was like, I think those rowing intervals that I've been doing have definitely paid off. And Nick was like, yeah, absolutely. It has paid off. It looks like it. So um, doing that, I'm still developing my strength. You know, I, you know, I'm trying to clean up my technique a little bit on the lifts. Obviously, the the lifts are will. The goal is to not come in last on lifts, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So hopefully, I mean, I want to try to get my develop my Olympic lifts up strength. The raw strength I think is there. Uh, it's equal to a lot of the other competitors in the field. But so I'm just really pra- I'm doing more or less practicing like those rope climbs. I'm I'm practicing longer pulls. And stuff instead of doing the short pulls and hopefully that'll carry over to uh the competition where i'm under fatigue and i'm doing still less pulls than i would be doing a year ago and everything so it's just more practice in the movements that i'm weak at and getting more confident in them did you um with regard to that wall ball workout i i remember i took some photos of you at the event um that you actually posted on your instagram thank you for that yeah. um 
how was what was that like because like people were staring at you guys like just it felt like we were over top of you like if I spilled my soda I would have like spilled on an athlete like at the starting mat like what was that like to turn around and were you even noticing that there were people no. staring at you or you just kind of like focused on that very tall target <laughs> when I, and I I think that a lot of competitors are like this like people ask me what music do you want to listen to I'm like I don't even care I don't even know I'm listening to music when I'm working now like sometimes I won't even listen to music it's kind of the same thing as the crowd the yeah. only time that you can like hear the crowd or see the crowd is like during transition to movements other than that you're not focusing on anything but just you know getting every single rep that you need to so awesome. I, I did i didn't even notice people were looking over me mm -hmm. so so you make that decision and then how quickly like do you start planning for the off season in terms of competitions and things because clearly we have you here because you're going to rogue congratulations um, and you're qualifying for that but at what point do you sort of map out the rest of the year before the open and figure out what you're doing or have or are you, are you still working on that? Oh, I still I kind of just I kind of just I don't really plan it out. Kind of what, okay. whatever happens happens. Um, I I knew I wanted to do some I wanted to do some like live competition this year, and I was going to do Crash Crash Crucible in South mm -hmm. Carolina, because um, that's a that's a very good competition. A lot of high level athletes there. But with I talked to my wife, she would she was like ah, I just don't I don't you know. There's nothing. Uh, she was like, rather you not go. So I was like, okay, I get it. You know, we there's there, there's a bigger payoff with other competitions. Well, no, not that. Right? It was just, well, Rogue is a better off. Rogue is a very good opportunity for me right. to put my name out there, compete with the best, and get that experience with mm -hmm. other games athletes. So I kind of told her, like, hey, this is this is like an opportunity that I can't really pass up. She didn't even know I was doing the online qualifier. <laughs> I I come Friday and Saturday I come home uh, I do I do the I do three of the four workouts and then you know I come home Saturday I was in the middle of the Southland competitors camp um, <laughs> working in uh, Mandeville at CrossFit Franco's I was there with Brandon Luckett uh, Alexis Johnson and and Will Leahy and doing there and I'm doing the workouts and I come home to my wife and uh, she was like hey can you not go tomorrow I'd really like to like spend 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 some family time or whatever and uh, and you. Cause I've been at the camp for Friday and Saturday. I was like, yeah, ab absolutely. You know, I'll stay home. I was like, but I do have to go to the gym tomorrow. And she was like, why? And I said, um, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm doing extremely good in this rogue online qualifier. And, uh, I got to do one more workout. And she goes, what is, what is the rogue online qualifier? And so I showed her yeah. that, Hey, it's a good opportunity if I do qualify. And she was like, Okay, what time you want to go to the gym tomorrow? So she was there. She was there watching me and everything. So uh, yeah, she didn't even know I was doing it until like after I came home, I had one workout left. I said, I think I'm doing pretty good. I need to I need to keep riding it out. Yeah. Let me ask you this: um, Some qualifiers have a blind leaderboard. Now, if the leaderboard was blind, would you have changed your mind about Sunday? If the leader, not no, because I okay. I no, I, I was pretty confident. I did. Like that, I did them with like with uh, Brandon. Uh, didn't do them with them, but I had them there, and they were mm -hmm. like, "Dude, that that's a good score. That's a good score." I, you know, I like I was like, "Hey, what do you think? What do you think you would have gotten and everything?" So I was I was kind of like judging off of other athletes that were there that would say like, "Yeah, I think that's going to be a top score." Okay. So um, so that that's kind of like helped that kind of like assured me and everything. So how did the conversation go when you finally told her that you qualified? Uh, she was like, okay, what does that mean? 
like, well, <laughs> and then I had to explain to her, like show her, show her some stuff and kind of like, you know, what, what, what the road qualifier is like, tell her, Hey, 15 are invited. They're taking up to the top five. These are going to be who I'm competing against. And she was like, okay, sounds good. Like go, go do it. Go do it. I support you. Did you have to go to the, the part where they give travel stipends to the athletes and everybody gets paid? Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> because when I went to Wadapalooza, I did that. And, you know, uh, you know, we uh, trip down to Miami, bringing the whole family and all that stuff. You know, it costs it cost athletes a lot of money to go down there and compete and stuff. Sure. So I was like, hey, I don't have to like travel stipend. And, you know, the top 20, no matter what, top 20 pays out. So, and so that was, that was a little bit more of a, uh, you know, it helped, it helped me, uh, win, win, win with her on that one. I love it. No, you're not uh, the exposure. Oh, yeah. Exposure is going to be it, great. Exposure too. It's just such a small, you know, like exclusive field. So we're excited mm -hmm. for you about that. Um, safe to say you're not doing Wadapalooza qualifiers or are you? No, I, okay. I know I, I was thinking about it, but, um, currently that's not, that's not in my, uh, not mm -hmm. my uh my my future i think Your i just budget <laughs> travel, well no no that i did i did something a little i kind of did something to my pec uh a couple okay. of days ago so i kind of was like all right well i'm not going to do that uh, I'll let, i'm going to let it rest up so i'm not okay. going to try to i'm not going to try to push it you weren't doing ring dips were you no it's not i was bench pressing okay that's concerning how's your neck uh still still very uh it's it's not the best still, but um, okay. I, I can I can sleep in pain and pain free now. That's the good thing. Okay. Uh, you know, I've been really taken since that neck neck injury. I've mm -hmm. been I've been religious about a PT program okay. and everything, and really trying to focus on proper muscle engagement. So I'm not so I'm relaxing the traps and you know engaging the back to help support the overhead movements and it, so that has paid off paid off tremendously. Ever since I've been doing that, I was on that for about three months and I was finally like pain free. It took about six months to get over it. But, and then every now and then I'll still wake up like, oh man, my neck's like super stiff. And, and I'll just kind of like go out in the garage and just move a little bit and it'll help loosen it up. So it's not, I still live with it, but it's not nearly what it was. You're managing it. Yes. Good. Do we, uh, we don't know any workouts for Rogue yet, right? Not yet. Did they, did they release workouts early last year, Scott? Do you remember? They do release them early, um, yeah. but it's usually not right. Uh, like two weeks before, maybe a week okay. before something like that. Yeah. I feel like typical of these top competitions, they release it about five days prior to, to where you might get three days to, to practice it. But by then the athletes are kind of tapering down for the, uh, yeah. for the event. So it's more of just like practicing movements, maybe do a, a smooth run through. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting. And, they post out a post. I know, uh, I know heard Josh Bridges and Chris Spieler are, are programming it. Hmm. So some of my friends reached out and told me that and I was like, okay. So we don't know what the workouts are, but we know traditionally kind of what rogue puts out for their workouts. And, and Josh Bridges did the 2019 version mm -hmm. of the rogue invitational uh spieler and froning did last year and now it's spieler and bridges this year it, from from my understanding yes yeah so and i and i have the same understanding from <laughs> my sources um but it's generally a power output event 
because Rogue wants to highlight the equipment that they have. Yes. So that isn't necessarily in Scott Tetlow's um, magic bag of tricks. How are you, how are you going to attack something like that? Or do you need something like that to prove where you are at this point in your progress? No, I don't think I need something like that to prove where I'm at. Um, I think, you know, my, yeah, I haven't really made the games. I've made the game one time, but I've always been consistently at the top. Like people, like it's, I'm kind of like, I feel like it could go either way for me. So I don't think I need to prove myself to anything. I just, to anyone, it's more of less proving it to myself that, hey, the training, what I've done to the training, I've practiced this kind of stuff to help me build, to get that, to know that I've put in the work and, um, you know, gotten that confidence in it. Uh, their power outputs is, you know, just got to be smart about it and knowing that it's not, it might not be in my wheelhouse and, you know, other athletes probably think of this too. So it's kind of more like, Hey, what can I do to maximize my, my time on this workout and kind of like plan it out accordingly. You also said you love sandbags. I do. They always seem to feature like strongman type sandbag events. Uh, are you looking forward to something like that? Um, I am. Yes. Sandbags. So I just got, I actually just went out and got a, uh, 250 pound sandbag filled it up with some sand. So, um, 250 feels a lot different than 200. That's for sure. But, uh, <laughs> that's what, you know, going back looking at the workouts, you kind of got to do some research and, uh, to help prepare for this year. Yeah. Do you fill that with sand yourself? Is it playground sand or is it like pebbles? I had to go to Home Depot and get the sand, but before huh. my 200 pounder that I have, I, I, I took from the beach. Oh, cool. So. <laughs> That's cool. So how do you weigh those? Cause I just, I just got a 150 sandbag for our gym. Um, we have like seventies and one hundreds and I thought it was time to do a 170, but we put, or 150, but we put, we put 140 in it just to sort of get everybody used to it before mm -hmm. we like jam it. And we're literally like standing on a scale and then picking up the bag and then trying not to break the scale. Is that sort of that's the method you that you use? That's how you weigh it. Unless you got like sure. some giant, unless you got some like big, like, uh, like auto scale or something mm -hmm. that you know, big enough to put it on. But I mean, I, I could take it that. to the vet with me. They have scales at the vet that you, there you could go. You could definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, then it. I'd have to that's, carry it in. That would, you know, people that would be the worst. Yeah. So like <laughs> whenever I do my sandbag workouts, I move everything to the sandbag and I just roll out oh, the sandbag real right. quick, put it back. That's good. I so one of, one of my highlights from the games this year was I was walking through the parking lot and a group of people had bought a Husafel stone sandbag. Those are the, were the, the, the diamond the triangle. The triangle ones. Right. Yeah. Well, Rogue won't take it to your car. Like you, once you buy it, you have to take it to the car. So the three of them were like relay racing as far as they could go with it, drop. Then the next one would pick it up, go as far as I could drop. And all the way to the car. It was hilarious. That, that's I I know. Um, so I train in like three different places depending on my schedule. So I've taken, I, I like, I load up my, my car with, with the sandbag or I, the sled. I take it to work. I, I got a 150 over at the gym out in town I go to. I got my 200 here. So I'm constantly moving equipment around. So I know, I know exactly how that feels like. Oh, I got to, I got to park all the way over here and then carry it to, into the gym or something. So yeah. I know, uh, yeah, I know how that feels. That's funny. Yeah. Oh man. Well, so, is there, go ahead, Scott. I was going to say, I, looking at the qualifier, 
right? First of all, did you get caught up in any of the judging, uh, reading the directions correctly mess that happened yeah. with the qualifier? I did. My, my name was, I had, uh, I had people hit me up like, why is your name on the, why is your name not on the leaderboard? And I kind of mm. like, so, uh, cause my, my, uh, which workout was it? It was the, it was the row workout. So I don't, I don't remember which one it was, but it was a row handstand pushup workout. And I didn't, I, I, it wasn't the mon, the monitor wasn't clearly shown whenever it started, like it was shown, but it wasn't clearly shown. So then I had to like, I like I had to, proved the video that it was that hey i did have it counting down so like zoomed in <laughs> i you know it was, it was like hey this is what i got so i zoomed in on the thing and then i put a pick and pick uh, like up on it like of the real-time video and i lined it up to where it was that hey you can see the monitor and and um and i i straight up i told him like look i know the video is edited and everything but this is the best i can do this is my proof of what I have, and I said, "Hey, you know, like I accept it. If they don't accept it, then that's fine. I get it. Um, but if they and and I can say at least I tried. But if they do, cool. Then um, that's awesome. And they did. So and they did. So I did get called, and then my name got put back on the leaderboard. And then it got taken off the leaderboard again. And then that I didn't know. The first time they got taken off, they sent me an email. The second time, no email or anything. And um, it was kind of." I don't know. It was, it was like a stressful 48 hours. That's for sure. Before was that the, for a different workout the second time or they were just, they no, changed no, they just took it back. They just took it off again. And so I was like, I don't know what's going on. I haven't received anything. Like Tim Paulson messaged me and was like, Hey, why is your name off the leaderboard? I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know if you get your invite or something. Cause they said it was, they said it was, uh, they, my, I, that my appeal was, uh, was accepted. So I was like, I don't know. But yeah, I did get caught up in that. That was a stressful 48 hours for me. <laughs> so as an athlete who's competed at all the different levels in CrossFit, do you appreciate the thoroughness of the judging at Rogue? Or do you think they've swung the pendulum too far the other way? No, I do. I do appreciate it. It, it goes a long way. And I think they, I mean, at least from the time that we submitted the videos, I think they were actually like looking at all the videos that could possibly like affect the leaderboard. So it's great. It's, I think it's awesome. Greatly appreciate it. And I do like the, how strict the judging was on that. Um, well, I'm sorry. What was the second half of that question? I just asked if, did they swing the pendulum too far or was it just right? And I think, no, I, no, I think, I think, I think it was just right. It's as the athlete, you know, it's, it's on you to read everything and make sure that it's good. And then also I had like some other people, Hey, let's just make sure that this is good. Um, and they would, and you know, they, they, they got stuff that I missed. So I was lucky to have them on my side and it's, I don't think they went, I don't think they went too far at all. I think it's good. It's, it, it's on the athlete and especially as high up as it is that it's kind of, I think it's necessary. So before we went live, you said that you are the least technologically savvy person in the world. Yes. Doing these online competitions requires a lot of technology with the video process. Yes. Do you get more stressed about that process or doing the workout? 100%. I get so stressed about the online process. Like I literally make sure that I, whenever I'm taping, I get to the gym about an hour early <laughs> just to make sure that everything's taped down and I, and I get there. Like the, the process to do one workout for an online qualifier 
is it's I I for that what is it? I think it was a seven minute or eight minute workout or seven minute workout. It took me like forty five minutes to set up. I was like I could have done this workout three times by now, and yeah. just just for one, it's it's a long process, and I do get that's the most stressful part about it. Is oh did I miss something? Did I, especially as you know, you now they hit that one video. It's like oh man, now I'm going back and I'm looking at all the other ones. Did I miss something just to make sure that I was good to go? Like I didn't want any unex, any other unexpected emails from them. So right. the the pro, it does take a while. It does take a long time. Like I don't warm. That's why I like to get there and I set it up first, and then I'll warm up. So therefore, all we have to do is like all right, hey, I'm good to go. Let's do the videos. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, now I don't have to warm up, tape everything out because that's 30, 20 minute process and now I'm cold. So, but it does kind of like, I mean, that's kind of expected whenever you go to these higher level competitions, you warm up and then you go sit in a crowd for a little bit and you do get, <laughs> so it's kind of, it's kind of normal, but at the same time, it's not, it's not the best feeling. Do you have assistance <laughs> that help you with that stuff? With the videos? Yeah. Um, if I'm... Yes. You have like a guy or a girl that will like set it up for you, press the button, make sure that the timer on the clock syncs with the timer on the wall. And I got, a, I got a guy that, um, one of my buddies at the, uh, the gym, he'll, if I message him, be like, Hey, can you, can you mm -hmm. come help me out? Can you come judge me? Or can you come, you know, come up there? I'm going up there to do this nine times out of 10. He'll be there. Okay. Uh, the one workout that I did, I did it at my work mm -hmm. and because of the just the, my time schedule and how I wanted to do it, I had to work work late on Friday, so I had like a I had like a forty five minute window at work, and that's the that was the row workout that I did. So I was kind of rushed, and I did and like so I did miss that, and I didn't have anyone help me out. I just had a guy that come down. Hey, can you come down? Like uh, I forgot, just he wanted to watch me do it, and then okay. whenever he came down, I was like, hey, just push the push the camera button just to do this, and then he and then he ended up leaving. So it was like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you even like so you have to count your own reps in the middle of the workout. Like I can't imagine even having to do that correctly. Yeah, I did. I so on the on the row on the row one, I actually did. I did, I didn't know on the handstand pushups what number I was on. So I actually did. I was like, well, did I don't more. know if that was twenty. I don't know. I I was like one off, and I ended up mm -hmm. doing. I went back and watched my video just to make sure, and I ended up doing twenty two uh, strict mm -hmm. handstand pushups on the last set just because I was like I did. He yeah he was supposed to come judge <laughs> me, and then he got called into work for something. He had to go do something. And so uh, stressful. Up, all right, I'll count my own reps on this yeah. one. Yeah. You did extra reps and you still took sixth. Pretty good. Well, no, I did an extra rep and I went back and looked and I put my time that I finished the 21st rep in. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So, oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Gave yourself credit. I know that um, I use a, what is it? Uh, one of the Wadproof. I use Wadproof to like record the videos. Yeah. And a lot of those qualifiers are like built in, which is really nice. So the workout's already there for you. And it's got a little timestamp and everything, but I can't tell you how many times after I filmed a workout that it gives me this error message. Like your video did not download. Do not hit the cancel button. Try to refresh your screen. And like all these things that I'm like, I'm like afraid to touch my phone because I don't want to lose it. And especially, and it's not for me, it's for other people that are at my gym. So like, mm -hmm. I feel very responsible for making sure that it's all like perfect and we didn't mess a rep and everything else. Uh, super stressful. So I can't imagine doing that and being the athlete doing the work. So whenever, whenever I get done filming me, I find somebody like my wife or whoever friend is like, Hey, can I airdrop this video to you? Because if mm -hmm. my phone breaks or something, I'm able, I'm able to recover it. I don't like to take that chance. Yeah. So yeah, I airdrop the video to it. So I always have double copies of it. 
I'd need like two cameras or something. I don't know. Yeah, it would be so stressful. So that brings us back to the beginning of this conversation when you didn't tell your wife we were even doing the qualifier. So you didn't have her as your backup. I didn't have her as my backup. Nope. I kind of, I kind of winged this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for the best that nothing would happen. Well, I got to say, you know, we've interviewed Tim Paulson and some other people that did the qualifier. Your performance was phenomenal. Lowest finish was sixth place. You had an event win during the qualifier. And that's that's the Scott Tetlow way. Yeah. You got you gotta have one event win. One right? win. One win. And uh but lowest place was sixth. A second, a first, two sixths. Yeah. Was, that's gotta I, give you some confidence going into this. It does. It gives me some confidence. Um however, the workouts are very different at the road. You know, they're not gonna have the I mean, sure. those are traditional CrossFit workouts that you can do inside the affiliate. So it's different. It's different style of programming, um, which, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, it, it's awesome that uh, I feel good about how I, how I did on it, but I just know that it's going to be different. It's different styles. So it's going to be a, a different stimulus out there on the field. Speaking of the field, you're used to the heat now, right? That Louisiana heat and humidity it, has become still, second nature to you. Yep. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, yeah, I'm back. Used to it. I'm adapted. Good, because so. there's no inside. There's no inside at the Rogue. It's all yeah. outside. And, th and that's actually I've taken that into consideration. That Good. I'm still down here training. I did a workout yesterday that was, I'm, I, like, I was like, I, I, when I got done with that, I did, it was like five sets. And on the fourth set, I was like, I'm freaking dying. I got my garage, it, like my garage. No, no. I got two fans in there. And I'm doing all my work outside of the garage in the middle, like two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, and, and I went, I was like, how hot is it? And I went back and looked and it said real feel was like 97 degrees. So, and I was, I kind mm. of made a point. Thank goodness. It's, thank goodness it's fall here and things are starting to cool down or else it, it might've been 107 degrees if it was summer. So, um, so yeah, it's with it being in Texas, I don't think the climate's going to change that much because Austin's pretty close to the, pretty close to the coast. Yeah. So I'll tell you from being there last year, it was hot as hell during the day and actually cold at night. Yeah. So you had to do both extremes there during the day. It was like brutal. And then the wind came in at night in that cool evening air and it was freezing. Was it, was it in Austin last year? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh? Interesting. But yeah. <laughs> I thought it was somewhere else. I didn't even know. It was in 2019. It was in Columbus at the Rogue headquarters uh -huh. in the in the warehouse, and then 2020 was virtual, and then 2021 was in Austin. Yeah, you didn't see everyone getting all their cowboy boots and their belt buckles and yeah, the I, whole I, athlete experience. I didn't, watch, I didn't watch it last year. You're gonna have a ball. <laughs> I'm looking. The forward. swag is out of control. Nice. I know. Rogue, I know. I mean, like, I know Rogue takes care of, takes care of the athletes. So I was. Yeah. I. Yeah. So since you didn't watch it, they built a hill in center field. Yeah, I heard about the hill. I went, I mean, like I so I went back and watched some of the work like workout when, workouts when I qualified. Went back and watched some of the last years to see how the programming was, how the layout of the floor was, and everything to kind of start training for that. And uh so yeah, I saw the hill. Um, so I'm assuming the hill is gonna be there again this year. Or something. Yeah. Something. Or something. <laughs> But that uh, hill was uh, steep. Louisiana's, Louisiana's pretty flat. 
It's hard yeah. for me to find a hill here. <laughs> that hill was steep. I love and, it. And it's sandbag. Steep. Sandbag up the hill. Oh, yeah, they, they did. That, well, that's going to be interesting. So, are you uh, are you traveling solo, Scott, to this one? Uh yes, I am. I got I got some friends that are from the gym that are coming up there, and I actually got a buddy whose sister's getting married up there in Austin, so he's gonna stop on by. But my wife, my wife, and my two kids are staying here for those yeah. days, um, and it's just gonna be me up there traveling, traveling by do myself. They, do they give you a coach's pass or no? I guess yeah. not really. They get you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a, my coach there, Nick. Nick, Nick is, will be uh, there. His, well, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be there or not yet. It's uh, talked about it. His his two daughters have uh, one has one's in soccer, one's in mm -hmm. dance, and they both travel. So it just depends on if they have if they both have events that weekend. Then he said that he's not going to be able to make it. But if one of them doesn't have an event, then he should said he should be good to go. So okay. we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Well, now, cat's always available. I was going to say, I'm trying to remember what kind of access did coaches have last year, Scott. I don't think they had great access, did they? Coaches uh, were in the stands, pretty cool access. They? Well, they did? Okay. They have, yeah, they have yeah, a private pretty... section out in the outfield with yeah. rocking chairs. and. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty nice. They said they're going right. to have like a coaches section out there for, uh, for, for the coaches, wherever that might be. I don't know. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah, give me a call if you need somebody. <laughs> we'll do keep you in mind <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's been great catching up with you scott we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us um it's been good to hear like a little bit about your experience from syndicate that we didn't really get to hear about when we talked to you at the games mm -hmm. um i'm excited about things that are going on with your family uh check in with us with the new tattoo all that stuff um but and and thank you for being one of our correspondents during the games yes. oh yeah you're welcome of course i enjoy yeah. it hey, anytime I enjoy this. And, you know, we, we may even uh, like reach out to you maybe after the weekend and to talk to, to give us a recap on the rogue stuff as well. Heck, Absolutely. we may reach out to you during the weekend. Yeah. Depending on how you're feeling, you know, we might talk. Okay. Sounds good. Because, of, because of the strongman stuff, you have a lot of time off. A lot of downtime. Yes. A lot of downtime. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the, uh, with there's, there's only like six events. Yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a less, definitely a less hectic pace based on who we talked to before who've been in that competition but uh -huh. they say it's like really laid back in terms of you get you know you work out and then you got like four or five hours before your next workout so oh nice That'd yeah be... it should be good for you nice well yeah awesome. i'm looking forward to it and uh you know it's hopefully we'll we'll see how the workouts are and no matter what i'm gonna go out there and just give give it my all it's gonna whatever. be a great experience for you yeah i'm looking I'm for sure about it all right sounds good so we'll talk to you soon thanks sounds again great. Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode. If you liked what you hear, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time with Clydesdale Media.